From the Arizona Medical Association, my name is Shelby Job, and this is Arma On Call. Today is Friday, July 15th, 2022, and this is everything that happened in medicine this week. This week, the White House issued a fact sheet outlining the current state of COVID-19 variants and measures to prepare for a potential surge in cases this fall. The BA4 and BA5 Omicron variants now make up the majority of new infections in the U.S. The president is urging Americans to consider practicing the fundamentals. Those who have yet to be vaccinated should get vaccinated and consider indoor mask wearing where necessary. You can read the full fact sheet using the link in the description below. This call for vaccination comes as the number of resources for fighting COVID-19 grows. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration authorized the emergency use of a new vaccine from Novavax. The Novavax vaccine, adjuvanted, has met the criteria outlined by the FDA. Authorizing an additional COVID-19 vaccine expands the available vaccine options for the prevention of COVID-19, including the most severe outcomes that can occur, such as hospitalization and death, commented Robert M. Khalif, MD, FDA commissioner. The new vaccine is given in two doses, three weeks apart, and contains the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein and a Matrix M adjuvant. See the full statement from the FDA and the list of vaccine ingredients using the link below. Proposed 2023 physician fee schedule could lead to physicians facing cuts to Medicare reimbursements. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services new rule proposes a decrease of $1.53 to the calendar year 2022 conversion factor of $34.61, equaling a conversion factor of $33.08 for the 2023 calendar year. American Medical Association President Jack Resnick Jr. MD commented on this rule in a statement released last week, saying it is immediately apparent that the rule not only fails to account for inflation in practice costs and COVID-related challenges to practice sustainability, but also includes a significant and damaging across-the-board reduction in payment rates. You can continue reading Dr. Resnick's statement using the link below. The most probable case of monkeypox in Arizona outside of Maricopa County has been identified. The Pima County Health Department and the Arizona Department of Health Services confirmed a presumptive case in Pima County and are awaiting confirmatory testing results from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. PCHD Director Teresa Colon, MD, shared that odds of someone getting monkeypox without having direct contact with an individual that has monkeypox are minuscule. The county has a robust response available, and we're working closely with the state and the CDC. There is currently one positive monkeypox case in Maricopa County and seven cases pending CDC confirmation. For more information, you can read the CDC's monkeypox information webpage, which is linked below. This week, the CDC released a new analysis report detailing the overuse of antibiotics in 2020. According to the report, 80% of hospitalized COVID-19 patients from March 2020 to October 2020 were given an antibiotic. According to the report, the drugs prescribed did nothing to fight against the virus, but rather potentially allowed for, quote, drug resistance to develop and spread, close quote. The report also highlights that unprepared hospitals, some of which lacked the proper PPE and cleaning procedures needed to keep up with the overwhelming flow of new patients, furthered the transmission of superbug bacteria. 
The CDC warns that this may have been a large step backward in our national resistance to infections. You can read the full, detailed CDC analysis by using the link in the description below. On Monday, the FDA received its first application for an over-the-counter oral contraceptive. HRA Pharma, a French pharmaceutical company, submitted its birth control pill, which is currently available by prescription for FDA approval. The FDA's forthcoming decision is attracting the attention of other birth control manufacturers, such as Cadence Health, which plans to submit for OTC authorization by next year. In June, the AMA urged the FDA to make oral contraceptives available over-the-counter. At that time, AMA board member David H. Azus, MD, commented that, quote, providing patients with OTC access to the birth control pill is an easy call from a public health perspective, as the health risks of pregnancy vastly outweigh those of oral contraceptive use, close quote. You can continue reading the AMA statement and find more information about the pending approval using the link below. Leadership series, four physician perspectives on transformative leadership with part two, the role and value of leadership in an independent medical practice. To give you insight into transformative leadership and what it looks like across different settings, we have invited George Bradbury III, MD, an authority on private practice leadership to speak on leadership in the private practice setting. Whether you're in private practice, thinking of going into private practice, or want a comprehensive understanding of leadership across different settings, this webinar will be a treasure trove of knowledge. We encourage you to join us on Tuesday, July 26th from 6 to 7 p.m. for this free virtual event. You can find more information and a link to register in the description below. That concludes the update on Medicine This Week. Medicine This Week is part and parcel of the Arizona Medical Association's podcast, Arma On Call. If you are not an Arma member, you can gain access to our extended print version of Medicine This Week, which is published every Friday, by signing up for membership today. Head to azmed.org to learn more. Be sure to subscribe to Arma On Call and share this episode with a friend. I will catch you next week.